Owning an investment property can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. At Heritage Realty Property Management, they handle the challenges for you, ensure it's rented, maintained, and gets the highest return possible, while you just collect the check. With over 50 years experience, you can trust Heritage Realty to provide the property care you want and rental knowledge you need. Visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com to connect with the team more landlords trust. Heritage Realty. We treat your property as if it were our own. So let's get to it. Hour number three of the starting lineup. Good morning to you. Tyler Ivins. Will West. 656-9900. William, you know what that sound is. It's time for us to play Who Am I during the game, TSL. For those of you out there who don't know how to play, Will, let them know. How do we play the game? And how do we play Who Am I? We need two callers right now at 656-9900, 656-9900. Each contestant sneak up to five clues to guess the person in sports that we're talking about today. Contestant can do it in the fewest number of clues. is going to be the big winner, and it's a massive Valentine's Day prize package. Tyler Ivins. $25 to Cineholic. You're also going to get qualified for a $100 gift card to Elements Massage and the $100 gift card to Layman Jewelers. So everybody's going to get sweet treats from our friends over at Cineholic, which this Valentine's Day, they have sweetheart boxes. You can check out what they have for you, social media, and much more at 9540 South North Shore Drive. And then you're going to get qualified. $100 to Elements Massage, $100 to Layman Jewelers. Eric Kane, we need two contestants. Who are they today? Now, this morning for the game, we have the old faithful LSU Matt going up against JT. All right, let's get LSU Matt in here first. Hey, Matt, good morning to you. You get to decide. Do you want my questions? Do you want Will's questions? Let's go, Tyler. All right, brother. It's birthdays in sports today, so it's somebody who was born on this day. January 31st, 1985 in Richlands, North Carolina. Vernon Davis. It's not Vernon Davis. Clue number two. I was the number one overall pick in the 2006 NFL draft. 2006. Yeah, who got drafted number one overall in 2006? Oh, God. Uh, next one. Yeah, right. Uh, at, during my tenure in Raleigh, I set the North Carolina State career sacks record. Uh, Mario Williams. It is Mario Williams. It took him three. Nice Will. job. It took him three. But yeah, JT. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb would later J- break that record. Go ahead, Will. I'm sorry. J- no, you're good. JT, are you ready to get this W, buddy? We need to get this in two or three. This tie. We can get to a tiebreaker from there. All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Your your category is current NFL head coaches. Current NFL head coach. Clue number one, I was born January 31st, 1975 in New York, New York. So today's his birthday as well. He turns 47. Um, Let's see. Um, Is it Zach Taylor? It is not Zach Taylor. I like it. That's a good job. Keep throwing out guesses. Clue number two, I played college football at Penn State. I coached at Buffalo, UCLA, Western Carolina, and the New York Giants before becoming a head coach. And he's a current head coach, right? Um, current head coach, yes. This stops where he was an assistant, or there. Is it? 
I don't know. Let's go to the next one. Clue, clue number three. My first head coaching job was at Temple from 2013 to Ooh. 2018. Matt Rule. It is Matt Rule. Wow. So we've got to go to a tiebreaker. I got Ivans. you covered, boys. I got you, you covered. You got the tiebreaker? All right, let's do it. There is a hook in this, boys. So just like we're doing the old gambling, LSU Matt, JT, how many career sacks did former number one overall pick Mario Williams have? LSU Matt first. Uh, 50. 50. JT, how many career sacks did Mario Williams have in his career? 51. Correct answer, 97 and a half, JT. Nice comeback, brother. JT! JT, picking up that $25 gift card. A little sweet treat there from Cineholic. And now Down JT's goes the first LSU name. Matt. 50 sacks, Down Matt? Down goes LSU Matt. Come on, what is Matt. Matt doing, man? 50 what is sacks? Matt doing? Jeez. $100 gift card's also going to be in the hopper from both Elements Massage and Layman Jewelers. So, JT, one of many names that will be in the hopper when it's all said and done. Uh, Mario Williams, man, why does nobody talk about him? Because at times, he was one of the most dominating forces on the football field, but it's just like because he was with the Texans, I guess he just didn't get as much coverage. Is that why? Yeah, didn't did he go to the Bills after that? Because he, yeah, they he paid him more. Cause mm-hmm. he, yeah, he was one of those guys that, like, I mean, dear, like, that – Hey, you're going to have to pay me more if you want me to go to Buffalo. Why how how times have changed now, but back then it was uh, – and then people started talking about that. And one of my favorite quotes ever was from Beast Mode at the time. And Marshawn Lynch, because he was playing in Buffalo then. And people, they were having to pay more to get free agents to Buffalo – and Mar and Marshawn Lynch addressed the fact that people that other players have acted like there's nothing to do in Buffalo, and he said, "I mean, we got Applebee's. What else you want? <laughs> we got things to do. Like we got Applebee's. What else you want?" That reminds me. It's like the time when I was still covering the Big Twelve, and I went to Manhattan, Kansas, and I'm getting there for a Kansas State Iowa State game, and I come walking out of my room, I go down to the lobby, and the woman, she was super nice at the hotel chain that we were at, and I looked at her and I said, "Ma'am, this is my first time." Man- Manhattan, Kansas. Is there anything that you would recommend that I do while I'm here for the next two days? And she goes, well, if you come out of her parking lot and take a left, you hit the Walmart. And if you take the right, you get to the Applebee's. There you go. You look ribble baskets, man. You can do a whole lot worse. I'm a big fan. Hey, I'm a big fan of Applebee's, dude. Hey, JT just on the phone now. So this, uh, this wins a little bit sweeter because it comes over LSU math. Yeah, there you go. Dude, he is the standard. And I feel like people. He's with Alabama. Yeah, yeah. He's with Alabama. Hey Will, it's we almost want LSU like you, Matt. Hey, <laughs> hey Will, it's like anytime somebody beats LSU Matt, it's like pinning Hulk Hogan for the world championship is what it feels like. See, Spoilers. you gotta be an old time, you gotta be an old TSL listener to get the whole Hulk Hogan reference towards LSU Matt. You gotta know if you know, you know. Eight ten. Matt's Here's a big wrestling I fan. Know. I don't know. Here's what I want to know. Did Tom Brady actually retire over the weekend and did Adam Schefter spoil it? Or is Tom Brady about to just NWO this and come back for year number 23? Is he done? Will he be done? Should he be done? A lot of questions that need answers, and I have a feeling we're not going to get those answers for at least. Well, let me check the calendar. When is that bonus supposed to kick in? We'll explain. 99.1, you're listening to these sports animal. Cater, give him an update. Super Bowl 56 matchup in Los Angeles is set. It's going to be the Rams at home against the Bengals. AFC Championship game. Cincinnati erased a 21-3 second quarter deficit to down the Chiefs in overtime. 27-24. Evan McPherson won it with a 52-yard game-winning field goal. NFC Championship saw the Rams score 13 in the fourth. Put away the 49ers 20-17 the final. Cooper Cup, two touchdown receptions in the win. 
And elsewhere around the league, Josh McDaniels is expected to become the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. The Tennessee Lottery is proud to have raised more than $6 billion to support educational programs in Tennessee. To learn more, visit TNLottery.com. Date 11, what's the latest with Tom Brady? We'll tell you next year on TSL. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. Was that the final of his 624 career touchdown passes? 44 years of age, 22 seasons under center, 20 of which were spent in Foxborough. But over the weekend, it was broken by both Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington that Tom Brady has officially hung it up in the National Football League, only for hours later from Tom Sr., his agent, and others to confirm that's not the case. 99.1, we welcome you back inside the Sports Animal. This is the starting lineup, Tyler and Will. Will, what is going on right now if you're Tom Brady, and what is next to come? Just a flat-out answer? Because this is, if you really think about it, this came out Saturday before Conference Championship Weekend, and some people still have their palms turned to the ceiling. Like, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, it, it's it's odd that it came out that day. I mean, that was the first thing I texted the missus, and she was like, did he really do this on Championship Weekend, right? Did, did he that he would break this news? And I'm like, well, maybe he's trying to – he knows he can't hold a Monday, and it's trying to get out – he's trying to hold it – get it out now before it happens. It comes out Sunday – and it ends up obscuring the championship games in some way, shape, or form. Well, as it turns out, he wasn't ready to announce it yet. Schefter and Darlington went ahead and went with it. Now, here's the one thing that, and, and Brady's campus denied it. Don Yee's denied it. Brady's dad has denied it. And the, the Buccaneers, GM and coach, both say, we talked to Brady. He says he's not ready to make this decision. We saw from Spotrack, though. The guy that runs Spotrack said Tom Brady has $15 million of his $20 million signing bonus that comes on February 4th, later this week. So is it a matter of he's just holding off for his $15 million and then he'll announce it because Ian Rappaport later confirmed it and pretty much everybody that covers the NFL later on confirmed it. ESPN is standing behind their reporting on this. Do you believe that anything irresponsible was done by Schefter and Darlington by reporting this and are they going to end up? Look, you can't completely connect all the dots or get to the finish line. If you get 80% of the work done, I think maybe sometimes it just kind of just slips off the end of the table. But I think if one of them, if not both of them, both had sources where they look like it was coming full circle, you don't need to go the full 100%. Now, there is a little bit of reporting integrity that's tied into there as well, but Schefter's done this long enough and has enough contacts. I mean, he's when you see Schefter's name scroll across the bottom and then later it's confirmed by Ian Rappaport, I mean, you are as good as direct deposited, have you not? Now, did he perhaps maybe ruin Brady's final send-off? Maybe he wanted to do it via a podcast or through one of his sources or one of his guys, his reporters. Will, I'm taking it today as Tom Brady's retired, but somebody's already ruined the movie for me before I step into the theaters and buy my soda and popcorn. What a hell of a career by Tom Brady as a Jets fan who he continuously bashed my team's face in. Uh, you know what? I bend at the knee and kiss the ring. He's the best I've ever seen. He'll probably be the best I've ever seen. So good to Tom Brady on a career. But, Will, I think it's all going to come down to what you already pointed out, that Friday, February the 4th, Mark. Let him get his bonus. He probably was going to let this be announced during Pro Bowl in between the Super Bowl weeks. That's the way it was supposed to go down. Unfortunately, Schefter, he jumped on it, scooped him, and then now he ran with it. Now it's the biggest news of the weekend. Here's the one. The one problem I have is that no one from ESPN, clearly no one, no one contacted Tom Brady or his agent or the the Bucks or anyone ahead of time for a for 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 a a quote. 
And now, did they do that because they, they were told, hey, Brady's not going to announce this yet, but, and they didn't want to have to deal with Tom Brady's denying this, right? Or or anything like that. Is that why they did this? I don't know. But in, in a situation like that, I'll just say normally as this is done, and it's one of the reasons I don't like to do a whole lot of reporting because you'll, you'll be told something, you know it's true, but you know the person's going to deny it. I just don't want to play the whole game sometimes. So I'll just come on with the air with you guys and be like, hey, this is a possibility that it happens when I know for a fact it's going to happen. Um, the, the, did they, I can't help but wonder if they knew that this was not something Brady wanted out there and that it was going to be denied or that he hadn't notified the Bucks yet. And that's why they didn't reach out for comment because Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington both know a lot. They forgot more than I know when it comes to reporting. So why didn't they reach out for comment when literally everybody in this business knows you reach out for comment, right? Yeah. I mean, they, then I think they already knew the answer and they, you know, I, let me ask you this. Did they take more of the forgiveness and permission route? Yeah, I, th- I think that's it. I think that's absolutely it. They know that Brady's holding off. With, when they got it got it confirmed, each of them got had a, someone tell them this. They put it together and said, okay, let's roll with this. Um, when that happened, it was I, – I, and I'll just say this. And I, and I don't know. I've, I've told Ish this story before on the air. When Lane left, Jimmy had it from one source and I had it from another source. And we didn't go with it. Because we didn't feel like that was enough. Yes, is that two separate sources? Yes, but we didn't go with it. We just kind of went on the air and said, "Hey, pay attention. This could happen." Um, and and we and we waited until it was official, because it wasn't enough to be able to just have two people with one separate source. We needed somebody needed a double source, right? Right. So and be able to get it confirmed somewhere, and we couldn't get it confirmed that place. So I, I just kind of feel like this was trying to be first because they had a feeling it was going to get out to everybody else. And cl- clearly with Rappaport and everybody else confirming the report, it was going to get out and they did need to get it out. For, they did need, did need to get it out at that time. If they were going to end up being first on this, I just can't. Do you think they blew it is the big question. Do you think that Brady's going to is look, he is a spiteful guy. Oh. Do you think he, or, and, and he's a guy that pays attention to optics. Do you think Brady's going to be in a situation where he tells the bug says, okay, I'm going to have to come back one more year because I don't want people to think that I was just doing this with a $15 million. Is 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 Adam Schefter – okay, well, okay. If it's from a spiteful guy, I just did this to be money-hungry, I approach it from this standpoint. Do you know how many years you gave up millions of dollars to ensure the New England Patriots stayed under the cap but had talent around you so you could win? You've done it your entire career. So if there's any person who should be allowed to scratch a nickel out when it comes to payroll and get something that he's been promised with an agreed contract, it's Tom Brady. Okay, Tom Brady, say what you will about, oh, well, the cameras, he cheated. Well, the deflated balls. He, you know, The reason why the Patriots were so good wasn't because they were deflating balls and recording practices. Tom Brady, he had to bite the bullet when it came to financials, and there were times that he was getting significantly less than what he should have been earning that year because he wanted to assure that other people, like Wes Welker, Will, you, I mean, he, they didn't even pay him. And that's when you start seeing things go sour, just one of many things that piled on. But when you come from another standpoint of, I don't think Adam Schefter, though, is a, to a Bill Belichick level either. I'll just say that. This isn't one of those, i got to prove this guy wrong, and I'll show him. He can't break my news. So I, I think it's a little bit of combination of both. I don't think it's enough to make Tom Brady suit up and go, sorry, Giselle, i got to do this for a 23rd consecutive year because of what Adam Schefter beat me to the punch of. And to me, that's where I agree with you because I don't think this is about Brady wanting to walk away. That dude led the NFL passing touchdowns and threw for 5,200 yards. I think this is Tom Brady's promise his wife. There were reports that he t- report promised his wife and kids two years ago to walk away and then he needed to stick it to Belichick, so we stuck it to Belichick, and the family ate that one. 
And so the family ate that one, so Brady's going to have to eat this one. And I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Is And that's why I kept saying, like, oh, just once you have a wife and kid, it's it's a different animal altogether when the, your wife and kid wants you to do something versus what you want to do. Um, I, we, a lot of people would like to just go do whatever they want to do, but we don't get to right. do that once we have a family. And when Brady said that about it hurts them to see me get hit, this isn't just about me. I don't get to make this decision on my own. And I want to make sure I'm a dad, be able to be a dad to my kids later on down the line. That, that to me told me Brady was going to walk away. And I absolutely believe that he is not going to rescind and back off on that promise for a second time to his wife and his children. 825, we've got SBC. We start a new streak with Riding with Ivans. We are wall-to-wall the next 30 minutes until the top of the hour of the EA show here on your flagship station for Tennessee sports. 99.1, the sports animal. We're not going to go all arrows and Cupid arrows and all the diapers and stuff, but I can tell you one thing. How often do you guys text us and go, thanks for the reminder, I totally forgot Valentine's Day was coming up. Boys, men, do it now. You are going to thank us later. Next chance to get hooked up. That's going to be coming up tomorrow during the game on your Tuesday TSL. You look all week long. We have incredible opportunities to win prizes. We have a massive Valentine's Day promotion. Sit a holly gift card. Everybody's going to get that when they play the game all week yeah. long. Then you have a chance. You're qualified this week to win $100 gift card to Elements Massage, $100 gift card to Layman's Jewelers. So we got Valentine's Day taken care of for you with somebody that wins the game this week. But then we also have the Coors Light Chill It and Grill It promotion that's going on right now. Yes. Massive value for you. Incredible grill and cooler combo that you can get. Thanks to our friends at Coors Light, and that's coming up. Remember, during each morning, you listen to that cue to call, get call in, you'll get qualified with an opportunity to win the Coors Light Chill It and Grill It promotion as well. Kaner, let's get it. Start bitch cut time now on TSL. All right, gentlemen, happy 75th birthday to Nolan Ryan. Oh. Who was the greatest right-handed pitcher of all time? Ryan, Walter Johnson, or Cy Young? I mean, will they name the freaking pitching trophy after him? It's got to be Cy Young, right? Nobody's ever going to be able to top his wins total. That's an unreachable record. He's the cut here, though. I'm going to start Walter Johnson. I'm going to bench Nolan Ryan. I'm going to cut Cy Young. Go dig up Walter Johnson's complete game numbers. You want to talk about a guy who says, what's a bullpen? Walter Johnson, even though nobody knows who Walter Johnson is, what he was doing in the 20s with the Senators is just... He's flat out one of the most dominating pitchers ever to touch a baseball and a baseball glove. Again, start Johnson, bench Ryan, cut Young. I'm going to start Nolan Ryan, and the reason why is live ball era versus dead ball era and the integration with you know Negro Leagues and things like that. Start Nolan Ryan, bench Walter Johnson, cut Cy Young. Today is national. Being first doesn't make you. I'll just say being first doesn't make you the best. Cy yeah. Young was the first. Right. Doesn't make you the best. Co-signed. Today is National Hot Chocolate Day. Best drink served hot. Hot chocolate, coffee, or tea? As much as uh, all apologies to our British friends out there. Chris Carroll, sorry about that, man. Uh, But I'm going to start the coffee. I'm going to bench the hot chocolate. I am going to cut tea. Going to start the coffee. Going to bench the hot chocolate. I'm going to cut the tea. That is a duplicate. Hot tea can be good sometimes. Earl Grey? You're, you're an Earl Grey guy? I don't mind Earl um, Grey. I don't like the, the orange blossom or whatever it is. Fruity I like teas it, I can do without. I need a mint. I need something that's going to open me up. I'm going to steep it a little bit, and then I want to I feel like I'm sipping double mint gum. And I want it to open up my nostrils, my throat. I need to get the deep bear. You know, because sometimes we go through cold and flu season. we got to be able to do some soothing things to the vocal cords to keep us going. 
It was on this day in 1993 when Michael Jackson performed at the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Yes. Best performance in the big game's history. Jackson, Prince, or U2? Man, Will, that, when they did that 9-11, that, that was, was amazing. Uh, Chill bumps. That's, that was that's, the moment see, after 9-11 that I felt like everything's going to be all right. You know what I mean? See, that's what makes this so difficult. And I, and, and I know I'm going to get just a chair to the face here. When that rain started falling during Purple Rain, during the Miami Super Bowl when Manning beat the Bears, that was where I was like, oh, you could not have planned this. Only Prince could have God make rainfall right now. I'm starting Prince. I'm going to bench you two as awesome as Michael Jackson was. I, It's close, but Michael Jackson's a cut. Michael Jackson's the clear cut here. I agree with you. That is the right order. And part of that, I think what the Prince thing, I don't know if it stands out more or if it gets forgotten because – that Super Bowl was so terrible. It's probably the worst Super Bowl of my life. Um, yeah. That Rams Patriots Super Bowl says hello in that conversation, though. Um, but it is Star Prince bench you to cut Michael Jackson. Most surprising Super Bowl team of the last 20 years the 2011 Giants, the 2018 Eagles, or this year's Bengals Club. Starting the 2018 Eagles, benching the 2011 Giants. I'm cutting this year's Bengals team. They had the offense to be able to get there. It's just with their defense finally waver when it shut down, when it gets stops. Defense didn't give up. Burrow delivered. To me, this isn't a shock. Now, how they got there and who they went through can be surprising. But this team had the capabilities from the word go that they could make it happen. Yeah, no, 2018 Eagles are the easy start here. Nick Foles is the quarterback, right? So who in the world saw that coming? I'm going to bench this year's Bengals. And a part of that is because I don't think any of us thought that they had the pass protection to be able to keep Joe Burrow upright, to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm going to cut the Giants. Were they a wild card team? Yes. But they got healthy at the back part of the season. And it was the same team that docked off the Patriots just a few years before, earlier, frankly, with an extra pass rusher added to it as well and an extra wide receiver. So that was that was a good football team that couldn't stay healthy for years. And they finally got healthy right at the end of that season. And they were unbelievably scorching hot heading into that that playoffs which team will jim harbaugh coach next season <laughs> michigan the dolphins or the vikings I, I don't know if you saw this but ken carman's cousin is a reporter for the miami <laughs> dolphins and ken carman does sports radio in san francisco and so he reported yesterday harbaugh has chosen the dolphins over the vikings and he was heading back to michigan to inform the team this weekend. Now, there was a chance that it could be very similar to things we've seen in coaching before where Michigan offers yes. so much money because no, no NFL team's going to offer you $11 million a year. Only dumb college teams do that. <laughs> so it's, uh, I'm going to start the Dolphins. I'm going to bench Michigan. I'm going to cut the Vikings. Well, based on the information you just gave us that I should have been privy to, I think you have the right order then. We retweeted into the timeline last night, Ovens. What, dude, what was I doing last night? What Where was I doing at? last night? No, I was too busy recapping the Chiefs game. And then I was like, what are the Rams Niners doing? They're like, come on. I told you from day one, turn on the notifications for me and Will. Every time we never. tweet, you see. Never, never going to do that. Never going to do that. Frankly, I had both of you blocked. So, <laughs> yeah. You're, I only block you for the show. And clearly that doesn't <laughs> see, help. You, you're, you're, not, you're not worth a block. You're just muted. So, you, you, you think we're good, but we're really not. <laughs> I'm going to start the Dolphins. I'll bench the Michigan Wolverines, and I'll cut the uh, that uh, that purple team up in Minnesota. The purple people eaters. All right, best NFL coaching hire to, uh, to uh, finish things off here. 
Josh McDaniels to the Raiders, Brian Dayball to the Giants, or Nathaniel Hackett to Denver? You start Nathaniel Hackett because you know it's eventually going to be the treasure chest under the sand where the X is on the map because you're going to get Aaron Rodgers. That's why the Broncos get him because this has kind of been one of the underlying plans of Rodgers the whole time. I'm going to bench McDaniels. Now, I think it's going to be at the expense of Derek Carr's career in Vegas. And then I'm going to end up cutting Brian Dable. I'm only cutting Dable because of the other two that you're pitting him against. But as Will has pointed out, William, how many times you've said it on Twitter that I follow, the Giants needed an offensive guy, and they got their offensive guy. Here's my concern here, right? And we got a couple minutes, so I'm going to do this. Most Belichick disciples or acolytes, if you will, um, decide to go for the power play, don't they? Like it's the if you were like Brian Flores is out of Miami because he went for the power play. Josh McDaniel was out of Denver because he went for the power play. Can Josh McDaniel's ego handle working for someone else and not being the boss himself? Did the same I'm thing happen start- to Patricia in Detroit? Oh, he's just was a train wreck. I mean, he's showing up at team wreck, meetings yeah. late. Yeah, Matt Stafford hated him. Like he was just. Uh, I think that he was just a guy who Eddie Lacy talked about being in Alabama and everything's ah. done for you and you don't have a choice. But as soon as you get to the NFL and it's on you to be a self-start, self-motivated guy, yep. you can't. It's it's tough to do. I think Matt Patricia was not a self-starter and got to Detroit, became a head coach, was a brilliant dude, and just was completely undisciplined. So I'm going to start hacking because I agree with you, Ivan's putting two and two together. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Denver Bronco, and I think that that's the first step to that. And that makes them an immediate Super Bowl contender. I'm going to bench, bench Brian Dayball to the Giants, and I'm going to cut Josh McDaniel to the Raiders because that team is not one that franchises it that has it going that has it in the right place from an ownership standpoint to deal with an ego like Josh McDaniel. And that's why I don't think it's going to work. You know, I might have lost a bet yesterday with Kansas City, but I bet I win a bet today with Kansas City. Oh, oh. Ride with Ivans, wrap things up for a Monday. We explain more. Final day of January. Eric Kane's got a final sports update, a Tennessee lottery sports update on 99.1, the sports animal. Super Bowl 56 matchup is set. It's going to be the Rams going up against the Bengals, AFC Championship. Cincinnati erased a 21-3 second quarter deficit. Down the Chiefs in overtime, 27-24 the final score. Evan McPherson, a 52-yard game winner. NFC Championship saw the Rams score 13 in the fourth quarter to put away the 49ers, 20-17. Cooper Cup hauled in two touchdowns in the win. And elsewhere around the league, Josh McDaniels expected to become the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. While in college hoops, sixth-ranked Purdue held on to defeat number 16 Ohio State, 81-278. Have a little fun with Instant Games. January Instant Games available now at any Tennessee Lottery retailer with top prizes ranging anywhere from $5,000 up to $500,000. It's 841. Ryan with Ivans coming up next here on TSL. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. All right, a final segment of the starting lineup. Let's just get right into it. 99.1, the sports animal. Tyler Ivans, Will West. Man, Mondays always are the slowest, smallest slates, are they not? I mean, you're sitting here trying to find W's. Maybe you can find yourself a Big Ten game here. Maybe a MAC team will shine here. And it's just something that never stands out. Except one particular game, especially when you see one of the slowest offenses in all in college basketball on the menu. You highlight the UMKC Ruse, the Kansas City Kangaroos. If you don't know who Billy Donlin is, Billy Donlin, he runs one of the slowest offenses in college basketball. It's methodical. It's cerebral. 
but it's not going to be able to keep up with Western Illinois today. Let me tell you a little bit more about what they're doing over in Western Illinois. This is a team right now, 10-9 ATS this year. They're 5-3 and three at home. Both teams have had their struggles lately covering spreads, but when you have a Western team that is faster and more physical, I do not expect Missouri-Kansas City to be able to keep up. Them speeding up, no good for their offense. They want to, again, slow, eat some clock, and they want to make you pay. Too much today. Your play for Monday, January 31. We're taking Western Illinois for the Missouri Valley Conference. Minus five and a half. Riding with Ivans for your Monday. Western Illinois. It's greasy. It's grimy. It's everything Will West wants in a D-Gen pick. Yeah, that's exactly what we want from a D-Gen pick. It's like his New York hot dog stand. We just want grease. <laughs> just give me all yes. it. Yes. Put I it on a bun it. and put it in my mouth. If there's anything that's good for you in that, I don't want it. That's pretty much the way I look at it. Speed round. Go. Cincinnati win that game. Kansas City lose that game. Uh, Cincinnati won that game. They made plays. That was a great play. Uh, Fantastic play by the defensive uh, front. The front seven at the end of regulation to keep Kansas City out of the end zone. When there were a lot of people talking about, especially analytics people, saying Cincinnati should let them score right now. They didn't. They held them up. They went to overtime. Then the defensive backs make a play and get them the ball back. Joe Mixon and the offensive line make plays to be able to get them in the field goal range. Field goal kicker makes plays. They made plays. Chiefs didn't make plays or not enough plays. And that's the difference in this one. Jimmy Garoppolo, did he just make his final start as quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers? Yep. I think it would have been very tough if he makes the Super Bowl to get rid of him. It would have been impossible if he wins the Super Bowl to get rid of him. But you didn't draft Trey Lance to sit on the bench for multiple seasons. So Trey Lance will be your starting quarterback in, in San Francisco next year. And you'll have a ton of cap space because you're freeing up $22, $23 million just from not having Jimmy Garoppolo there. Tom Brady, is he taking another snap in the National Football League? I don't think so. I think I look at Tom Brady and I think that he's... He, look, he is not ready to announce his retirement, and Schefter and Darlington broke the news early. The fact that everyone else in the NFL has corroborated this and confirmed it as well separate, independently tells me this is going to happen, but Tom Brady's got a, got 15 of his $20 million signing bonus coming up later this week, and so he's probably not going to officially make that decision until after he gets that $15 million due to him. What can Tennessee do to better put themselves in position to be a more efficient free-throw shooting team? Tennessee wins the game against Texas Tech at the Garden back in December. They beat Texas and Austin on Saturday if they could hit free throws. What do the Volunteers got to do to be more efficient? I, I, well, I think that it was who's taking free throws as well. Kumwas is going to be about a 60% shooter, and that's what he was. Uros uh, is not going to be a good three, free-throw shooter, and that's what he is. Ziggler's got to be better, and he has been better at times. But the fact that you didn't have Visco- neither Vascovi nor um, uh, the freshman point guard. Why are that just playing? Kennedy Chandler. Um, Kennedy Chandler. Well, yeah, Ziegler? Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. Um, neither Vascovi nor Chandler attempted a free throw. That tells me you shot too many jump shots in that game. And that's, look, that's what Texas wants to do, right? Chris Beard team, they want to force you into jump shots you don't want to take. And they'll give you that jump shot that they don't feel like you could hit until you burn them on it. And Tennessee could not burn them on it. You okay with Triple J taking the final shot in that loss? I didn't want anybody taking a three-pointer. And I will come back to this over and over again. It wasn't like they ran him through three screens to get him open. That's who was open on that play. Now, I, I don't understand why is Vascovi that close to him and standing there waiting for a three on the perimeter instead of cutting to the basket. 
that's the one big question that I have is I would like to see in, in something like that, someone get to the basket because there was no ability, two, three seconds to go. There was no one in front of a Scovey. He can get to the basket, can get a better shot. And you have a chance to possibly get at the free throw line where he can tie or even win the game for you from the free throw line. Uh, I, I did have a huge problem with that. Have you seen the video that come was trying to call a timeout with about three seconds left as soon as it crossed half court? Did yes. you notice that? Yes. And they didn't give him the timeout. I, I had a bigger problem with that than I did the foul. That foul, the guy just stepped over the side and checked him a little bit. That's man, it's basketball. It's what basketball used to be. And I, I, I wish the game would go a little bit more to that at the end of a game. And I do think that Kumwa sold that like Dolph Ziggler trying to get a foul called out of the paint, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the bad boy piston physical basketball are you right me? there. Yeah, that's, that, big, it's big he's he's doing, that's, oh, that's big That's old school. Listen, listen. Oh. I, I'm, all, I'm all about... I'm not all Come about on, it. I, know fine. I know what you're saying about players flopping all the time. That I mean, yes. he got rocked. He got rocked. <laughs> he got rocked. The dude got barely, rocked. Like, took a barely a half step, popped the shoulder into him. I don't, I don't you, have though, a huge dude. problem he was You're sprinting. thinking of somebody your size. He was sprinting, so yeah, any type of contact is going to knock him off balance. is going to look like a big hit, but I, I thought he got rocked. That's just yeah, Will, that's uh, like Will, that Will, that's you. If I come running down trying to board you and you throw a shoulder into me, no, I'm gonna hit the deck like somebody just hit me with a sock full uh, of quarters. No, too. no, no. He he's he Sean Michaels sold that one. He did the double flip on the <laughs> oh on the on the clothesline. He did. He sold but that color, one. But the timeout should have happened. The timeout yeah. absolutely positively should have happened. And the referees missed that and blew that and Tennessee should have been able to draw one up with three seconds to go in half court. We had a caller that uh, chimed in back in the seven o'clock hour and, and you know told me off air that there was a timeout that was missed. But so yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, so that that was the thing I had the bigger problem with because look, a lot of times, especially away from the basket, they're going to swallow the whistle a little bit if you don't use your elbow or arm or push or forearm right. or something like that. So that kind of thing's going to happen in basketball, and I, I'm not going to say that was the difference in the game. You could have made how no, many, you know, eight no. other free throws to have won the game. Yeah. Uh, if they'd have called a foul there, I'd have said, well, okay, fine, that's basketball these days. But my bigger problem was the missed timeout that they had from Kumwa, where Tennessee's trying to set up a set play with three and a half to go, and they don't give them that timeout. That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. You've got to be looking at that in that spot. When they get across half court, they're going to try to call timeout. Why they didn't give it to Tennessee, I have absolutely no idea on that spot. The officials blew that one. Tennessee blew tons of opportunities ahead of that, but the officials did blew that opportunity with the timeout. Eric, take us home, my man. As we step aside on Monday, we're back with you tomorrow morning. That's 6 a.m. for your Tuesday. More chances to win. And also got to let you know, how are things setting up with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati team? How good has Joe Burrow become since he left LSU? Heck, since Joe Brady took over as his OC, wasn't good enough for Ohio State, and now he looks to become the first quarterback to win a natty, win a Heisman, and win the Super Bowl. All under three years. Remarkable. EA and Brian are next. Hang with us. 13 hours of local programming that begins with us here, 6 to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. The starting lineup on 99.1, the sports animal. Hey, make this the best Monday possible. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital.